Welcome to the Fitness Ethos Podcast. I'm John McNeil, and I use my knowledge of fitness, psychology, philosophy, and mindset to help you achieve your fitness goals. Join me each weekday as I discuss a new topic related to achieving the appropriate health and fitness mindset. Hey everyone, welcome back. So today I'm going to be talking about keto and some of the benefits of that and how it can help you in the right direction and hopefully help put you in the correct mindset for overall health and fitness in the long term. So, you know, I I did kind of talk about it briefly on the episode about fasting, but kind of wanted to close the loop and dedicate a whole episode to it to make sure I provided some information on that and kind of my thoughts there. So the first thing I kind of wanted to dispel with keto is it's a lot more than just butter and bacon. You know, that's technically keto, whereas there's no carbs there unless there's sugar added to the bacon or something like that. But it's more than that. That's that's not a healthy way to do it. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to be the one to lie to you and say that eating bacon and butter solely is healthy. You might lose weight doing that, which again, I you know, there's potentially an argument there that being leaner is healthier than being obese if it's, you know, taken to the extreme. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll save that for a different day if we want to argue that. But really what, what it is is just limiting your carbs as most people see it is. So at least limiting uh, carbs low in fiber, I should say. So that'd be stuff like rice, uh, potatoes, uh, you know, normal sugary fruits uh, like apples and stuff like that so anything very high in sugar or just carbohydrates that doesn't also have a lot of fiber so usually leafy greens are included in here Um, you know some spinach some broccoli um, uh, asparagus so stuff like that you can still definitely eat salads on the ketogenic diet Uh, it's just generally more it refers to keeping it lower in carbs that are, uh, you know, that just don't have the fiber in them. So that's how it's generally referred to, and or that's how most people do it. And you know, there's definitely some benefits to it. It does make you feel a little more focused, similar to like I talked about when you're fasting, because you're using ketones, and those are definitely a more efficient form of fuel. They're slower burning, they're longer lasting. So you just have a, a more efficient form of energy so it's good to get you into that state of mind to burning fat for fuel and to get your body in that state of being a little more metabolically flexible so uh, if you do decide to fast in this instance that would actually be very helpful there because if you're more metabolically flexible you're able to shift from burning glucose to burning fat uh, more easily so that can that's one thing that keto can certainly help with but if fasting is too challenging for you, it's it's something kind of similar that gives you the benefits or similar benefits. I mean, they're outside of just the burning of ketones and the burning of fat for fuel. There's more to fasting than just that, but you do at least get those two benefits from ketosis or from eating keto. So for me, it was an easier entry point for that, and it was it was good to see um, 
that I was able to see some benefits there while still being able to eat food. So, you know, uh, this would be something like for me, um, rather than not eating when I was on the road, I would just get a salad or something like that and keep it lower carb so I stay focused, um, but I wouldn't be just starving all day. So that, that's kind of a way to use it as uh, as something to, to to keep you satiated throughout the day, but still kind of get the benefits of using ketones. So that's how I see keto being used well. And again, it's, if you're if you're making sure to eat some leafy greens and stuff like that, it's certainly beneficial. So as long as it's more than just butter and bacon, like I said earlier, it certainly can be uh, not too bad of a diet. And for some people, it's definitely sustainable. Now, there's lots of research studies touting the benefits of it and how great it is for stuff like epileptic seizure and stuff and like cancer and all sorts of claims there. And one thing I do want to point out there is there's generally a difference between uh, the medical definition of ketosis and how most people are doing ketosis. So generally, the medical definition is about four grams of fat to one gram of protein. So if your target goal is eating 100 grams of protein in a day, then that would mean you need to eat 400 grams, or that would mean you need to eat four times as many calories in fat. So at about nine calories per gram of fat, you're looking at I got to look at this math again. This seems off, but the point, <laughs> the point being, it's a lot higher in fat uh, than we normally do. And uh, from, from what I've heard, it's actually a lot harder to sustain, but you do get some good benefits. But the point being there is the medical side is probably about 10% protein compared to 90% fat. Whereas what most other people do are doing for, in terms of fitness is a lot, a lot higher in protein and like probably moderate levels of fat relative to the the medical side of things. So that is something I did want to call out is most of what's done uh, by normal people is not the definition as is stated uh, in like medical literature. So not all the studies that are done on ketosis are essentially the same as what's being advised or what's being done by some other people uh, is kind of what I'm saying there. So there are some benefits to it, like I said, but there is kind of that asterisk, asterisk there, given that you know you're not eating as much fat and as little protein as it technically should be and is researched. Uh, so that's I guess kind of a downside there. But the biggest downside it, for me, at least, was <laughs> it's hard to sustain. I mean, keto's great and all. Like I, I love bacon, I love eggs. So when I was just solely eating chicken and rice for a diet. I loved it because it's like, okay, all this new food is reintroduced to me. I can have a, a nice ribeye again. I can have, you know, some chicken thigh or some dark meat instead of just white meat chicken. So it was great to change things up and that opened up a whole new world for me. But, <coughs> excuse me. Second, you want to celebrate, like beer has carbs. Um, you know, I like cake, I like ice cream. As soon as you do that, you're off diet. I mean, stuff like that, or, you know, even just having rice after a while on keto, it's like, I craved rice, stuff like that. So it's definitely harder to sustain in the long term. Now, I think there are ways to do cyclical ketosis where you can maybe do, uh, you know, eat higher fat foods throughout the first part of the day and then have more carbohydrate rich foods at night. I'm not saying to eat just, you know, <laughs> healthy throughout the day, keep it low carb and then eat cake and ice cream all night. But, 
you know, increasing your carb intake at night can certainly help you fall asleep because it helps blood glucose spike and then crash a little bit more. So if you time it well, you know, eating carbs at night can certainly help put you to sleep. So there may be some conversations there and I can do a full episode on the benefits of cyclical ketosis. Um, but I mean, again, uh, the downsides I've seen there are fairly similar to what I see with regular ketosis. And that's, you know, what if something's catered into the office and there's some pizza there? Well, that's off diet. You know, you can't do that or you feel like you can't. So there are some pros, there are some cons to keto. Uh, I, I definitely think it's probably a better starting point for most than fasting. But again, you know, it really depends on the person. If there's a, something you can sustain for the rest of your life, then great. But if you can't, then, you know, maybe something to try just to see how it makes you feel and see what you can learn from it, see what foods you enjoy eating see if there are any that you want to add into a normal diet and and kind of find ways to balance it so again it's it's all it's all individual it's all based on you so feel free to add a comment or you know reach out to me with any questions but that's all i have for today so i hope you have a good one and till next time